all sex is braille if you think about it. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and this week we'll talk about the Monday show with Shane Moss and the Thursday show, Allison Isn't Looking, John Henson's been miscast, and Al has answers. But first, I would like to introduce fellow best friends and co-hosts for tonight. Welcome, T.S., Hey, how's it going? Good. It's been a while. Miss talking to you. It has been. I know. And also, all the way out from, all the way from Denver. That's what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> my God. Thank God I'm editing. All right. Lisa's been drinking, you guys. So manage yeah. your expectations. <laughs> Welcome, Rafi. A.K.A. Henny Wayne Shepherd. A.K.A. Henny Blanco. A.K.A. Henny, what was the other one? Henny uh, Loggins. The, the, oh, the Hibachi Kid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How's it going, you guys? Oh, good. I haven't talked to you since Tejas. A couple of things before we get started. I wanted to... It's really nice to be back. I haven't recorded myself for a couple of weeks so i wanted to say some thank yous to jason and amanda for filling in while i was in texas and little rafi and superfan megan filling in last week while i was sick recovering probably i just want to say thank you guys so much because uh means a lot to me you're welcome can you talk about your texas trip because i kind of talked about mine last week yes you know what i actually wanted to say thank you also to Brittany. i'll say thank you to amanda too because she might not listen but i still want to say thank you because i got to stay at her house for two days and sleep on her air mattress it was pretty fun there was a lot of drinking every day and some napping and a lot of seinfeld but Brittany, i just wanted to say thank you for showing me what a good relationship should look like and the way you and Buck love each other is pretty awesome. And that's and that's all for that. But anyways, my trip was super fun. <laughs> I thought you were going to start singing thank you for being a friend. <laughs> I'll put that in here right, right now. Yeah, they let me crash in at their house for two nights. And of course, you know, on the night before I got to see Raphael, we drank a lot. So then we were all hung over the next day. And of course, and then Raphael was too. So it kind of worked, but I felt bad because he's like coming out to Colorado. We're going to go all hang out and we're all just hung over together. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we were all on the same hungover page. It was so much fun. It was just nice to relax and sleep in and stay up late and have beer for breakfast. And it was, it was a lot of fun. But seeing Rafi, he always brings the awesome presents too. And he really got to see really what my friend and I or the group of us together is like because we all do share a brain and he only saw two other parts of my brain because there are some more of us out there. It's pretty scary. Now do you believe me, Raphael, that I'm the George Costanza? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um... <laughs> I'm the nerd like us, the of the group. Uh, <laughs> no, um, well, it's, it's tough because... You're so cool. Obviously, you're going to have cool friends. And they're so cool. And they were like, because I, I met Brittany before, but like now I hung out with her even more. And meeting Amanda for the first time, like their coolness is new. So it's it's tough because I've hung out with you. Uh, not enough, but a lot, you know. And I was hungover, but 
we still had a good time here. <laughs> Hearing you play that that accent <laughs> game was funny. Uh, so we played what was it called? Utter nonsense. Utter and nonsense. I, I joked about it because I am so bad at number one improv, number two accents, horrible at it. So I joked about it. Of course, Brittany's husband Buck goes out and buys it so we can all play. And I really thought, okay, I can handle this. And I was so bad. I really is. I am the worst at at, at all of it. I was so bad, and you were so good. I. Thank you. I I won. I didn't think I would win, but do you mind giving us uh, an Irish accent, maybe? <laughs> maybe the problem is that I d- didn't drink that night because I was feeling really sick. That's going to be my excuse. <laughs> we were all really taking it easy that night, and yeah. I kind of feel lame, like we should have got shit-faced or something, but we... I don't know about you, but the night before, I was fucking drunk, so it's good that I didn't drink that day. I, I did still have like two Henny and Cokes, but that's like nothing. Yeah, I didn't get wasted the night before, but I definitely had a hangover. And then Brittany and I went out for, for brunch and I thought, I wasn't so hungover that I couldn't have the hair of the dog. So I thought, okay, I'm going to have a mimosa and see where this goes. And it made me feel so much better. So by the time I saw little Rafi, I was a little buzzed. <laughs> but then by that night, I was just like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I just feel sick. You know when you're traveling, your stomach hurts, everything's different, you're just like, oh, I don't usually drink every single day. But And you were drinking liquid Rolades, which I don't know what <laughs> that was about, but I did not want any of that. Oh my gosh. It you should have so got a picture bad. of that. That would be great. <laughs> That's exactly just taking a bottle of liquid Rolades exactly to the head. what Brittany said. She's like, we were driving to go to brunch and I was still feeling so bad where I was like, I almost had to tell her to pull over because I just felt like I was going to throw up. But she said, do you want to stop at CVS or something and grab you know, some antacids. I said, all right. So I'm sitting next to her drinking that on the way to breakfast. And she said, you know, it wasn't that long ago that that was Sailor Jerry. So now you're really old. (laughs) Speaking of pictures, who took the picture of me while I was asleep? Me? (laughs) Of course. I was like, who? You know, I, there's like this uh, picture of this, this lady like took like a selfie with this rapper that she had slept with while he was asleep. And I was like, now I know what that's like. Megan takes pictures of me sleeping. You take pictures of me sleeping. <laughs> my friend what? Jose took a picture of me sleeping, snoring where my lips were going. <laughs> which was pretty funny. But well, I was just I, following suit because Ashley posted a picture, or maybe it was Greg posted a picture oh, of it, you sleeping at their house. That's who else. Yeah, Greg took a picture of me sleeping. <laughs> and posted it all over Twitter. I thought, well, look at this. There's I've got a sleeping Rafi right in front of me. I'm going to go ahead and take a picture. <laughs> It was pretty golden. <laughs> I'm going to put together a collage pretty soon. I'm going to make a coffee table book. You're not somebody until Rafi <laughs> falls asleep at your house. <laughs> you know, I really, now I'm wishing that I had like taken a quick little cat nap at uh, Allison's house. Did I mention I've been there? Before? Oh, jeez. I was like, who's that? Oh, uh, crap. I don't remember you mentioning that before. Is that is that a recent thing or? Uh, you know, it was a while back. I I might have to uh, tweet about it. Yeah, you should tell a story on the podcast. Yeah, you should. <laughs> we should dedicate a whole hour to it. Speaking of telling stories, I was going to mention this later, but great segue on the Facebook group for the Best Friends Fancast. I wrote about the trip I took to Utah with Rachel, and it took me eight and a half minutes reading it back dramatically. So if you have <laughs> Five to ten minutes. Check it out. I'm definitely going to That's read that. all. Yes, okay. I will definitely read that. That sounds great. Two other shout-outs before we start. I wanted to say happy birthday to Ray Morgan. 
which when this comes out, it'll be yesterday. It was his birthday, but uh, happy birthday, Ray. And the day this comes out, it should be Elliot's one month. He'll be one month old. That's kind of awesome. And can you believe it's already one month? Happy born day uh, to Ray. And that's crazy that Elliot is one month already. It seems like it was a week ago. I know. Pretty soon she's going to be planning his first birthday, and it's just going to just go by like that. So pretty excited. Happy birthday, Ray. And I can believe it. That seems like about the proper amount of time. So I'm not sure what's (laughs) up with you guys. We're stuck in the past, man. I I feel the same way with Sam. Like, there are videos of her, like, dancing and walking around. And I'm like, she was, like, just a baby. Yeah. That you know what that's true. I still think of her as such a little baby, and the the little baby that I take care of is the exact same age as her, and she just started walking and doing all these things. And I thought, oh my gosh, is Sam doing this too? I didn't realize. I don't watch. I don't watch Instagram. Is what I was gonna say because I'm old. Sorry. Well, there are videos on Instagram, but can you insert Jerry Seinfeld saying, "Yeah, baby"? I'm still disappointed that they didn't name him Seven, but whatever. Oh, jeez, don't get me started on that. <laughs> That's okay. We'll save it for your baby. All right. Let's from talk- married with children? <laughs> no. Oh, I forgot about that one, too. No, uh, Seinfeld, George wants to save the name Seven for his baby. Oh. Uh, I forgot about Seven on Married with Children. That's right. Yeah. And then there's Six from Blossom, right? That's right. Or, I don't know. I didn't watch that show, Rafi. <laughs> and also cool. Eleven. <laughs> also Eleven from Stranger Things. Oh, right. The Jelly Nose. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about Shane Moss. The last time I was on the Best Friends Fancast Facebook page, I saw a couple of people talking about this episode and that they didn't really like it or they were wondering if they were, it was just them. And uh, so then I was kind of not really looking forward to listening to it. And I thought, well, I'll just burn through it, whatever. But when I started listening to it, it was very interesting. And there were a lot of thought-provoking things that he talked about. His voice is a little something to get used to, but I... I was interested by this episode. What about you guys? Uh, agreed on the voice. Um, no, it was, it, I don't know, it was a little uneven. It was a little slow in parts, but there were parts where I was like, oh, it's it's picking up steam. I, yeah, I was wondering what you thought of it uh, because he started getting into the, uh, you know, talking about mind-altering substances. And I think in our in our group of the BF Fancast group, you might have some experience with that. So I was wondering if you had any thoughts about that. But Rafi? You know, I hope he does not listen to this episode. <laughs> I'm not going to tag him in it because, God forbid, I learned my lesson with John Henson. I saw he was <laughs> on this week. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the first time in a long time, listening to an maybe the first time ever, I was listening to an episode and I was like waiting for it to end. Um, there were some kind of interesting parts, but like, when he started getting like very in depth into like drugs or I forget what else he was talking about, but <laughs> it, it started feeling like, like school. Like I was like, this is oh. why I quit school. And, <laughs> um, and it's funny because like Joe Rogan will go on and on about mm. drugs, but mm. he's just, I guess maybe just more energetic or more animated when he talks where I can listen to him like, Oh yeah, that's fascinating. But, like, even on Professor Blastoff, when David Huntsberger, who I love on that and on Allison's show, um, when he would, like, get to the science stuff, I'd be, like, so bored. And I'd want Tig and Kyle to start joking around again. And maybe it's just his delivery. Maybe. But I was bored to death. You're, like, learning. Screw that. <laughs> um, he's the host of Here We Are podcast. And I guess 
I like me some learning. So um, a lot of things were interesting to me that I maybe not necessarily would listen to his show to hear more about it. Not the drug stuff. Although I do have comments on that. But the like the the humans how they're overconfident and they would you know the faces morph thing how they would choose you know something something better than they what they actually which i would love to actually do that because i think i would do like three notches down (laughs) because i really do like usually if i'm picking a picture if there's like a group i always look at everyone else looks and i'm like everyone else looks good i look like crap but i'll just pick that one (laughs) because i have low you know low self-esteem so maybe that's an esteem thing, but, or I don't know. You just but... choose a picture of a foot or something. <laughs> the frame. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, talking about the comfort in your own circle, you know, your own group, how, you know, it goes back to your primal, maybe your primal instincts and, and, and stuff like that. I'm always in interested in evolution. And if you want me to put a blankie on you, Rafi, while I talk for a minute and give you a pacifier. <laughs> Well, you love taking pictures of me while I'm sleeping. The only thing you don't do is give me a blanket. Oh, well, it was such a nice picture. I, the, the symmetry of everything was great with the shoes and the hat and the beanbag. It was good. But anyways, I thought it was very interesting. The new mothers or pregnant ladies are more racist or critical or whatever, which I thought that was very interesting. I don't know. Obviously, taking taking with a grain of salt what he says, but... These kinds of things that I never really thought about are interesting to me, but I don't know if maybe it just wasn't interesting to other people. His voice was rough, though. It was not Wisconsin. It was sort of like a stoner Valley Girl type of voice. Uh, Yeah, I can picture him doing like a talk on stuff and I can picture him being funny. Um, I'm not familiar with him as like a comedian, but like, I don't know. He just talked in a really like maybe too laid back kind of way, which didn't help. Maybe. Uh, but no, it was it was a it was a perfectly adequate episode. <laughs> Your voice went up, so clearly you're telling the truth. I've always been interested in maybe therapy through drug use. So him, because I am so scared of doing drugs and never really got into it. It's something that really scares me. But I've heard of all of these, like in a controlled environment, having sort sort of breakthroughs. Or I don't know. I just think that it would be a very interesting thing to do if it was more regulated i've never tried acid or anything like that i've i've tried shrooms two times didn't really didn't really love it the one time that it worked but definitely just i don't know i was gonna ask you guys if you've had any bad trips but that might be too personal (laughs) (laughs) well i let me oh no firstly but uh i i I thought you had, like, a little bit more experience with that kind of stuff. So I I apologize for impugning your character. (laughs) You know, okay, let me backtrack. I did, for a brief minute, see, I was straight edge for a long time in the years that people would probably be experimenting with drugs. So then I did experiment when I was a little bit older, like, with ecstasy a couple of times. and But doing it a couple of times was enough. I mean, it was so wonderful, the feeling of it. It was amazing. But it makes you feel so bad for so long that I really think I had permanent damage from it as far as being depressed and maybe not feeling like a human should. <laughs> Those are the, but if you're in, and also, you know, I saw a few people go overboard with drugs. That's the other thing. I was around drugs a lot, but I never tried them. It wasn't really, I couldn't, I don't know. It's weird. I didn't want to be out of control, but then I would be getting drunk, which is out of control. So. Lisa, we are such the same person, minus the ecstasy part. <laughs> I don't know. Drugs were never my thing. Uh, like, I've only smoked pot a few times. It's not for me. Like, it's it's okay. But um, I think it's just because alcohol is my jam. But 
recently I was talking with Megan and she goes, when's the last time you did shrooms? And I was like, uh, never. Um, but we did make a plan to go camping in possibly the mountains here in Colorado and do some shrooms. So See, I'm looking forward to that, Maggie Poo. I hear that that's the way to go as long as you don't freak out. But, you know, the one time that I did shrooms, I was about 15 and I went to my first concert and it was Sonic Youth. And I just remember it was, I don't know, it was just, I don't know if it was a bad trip or not. Not really. That wasn't a bad trip. I did have one bad trip. That one was just my first experience with any anything psychedelic, and I just thought, I can't do this. I, I need to know what I'm seeing and what I'm not, and like not freak out. But there was one time I did go camping, and I thought I was smoking pot. I don't know what it was, but I definitely had some re- really weird trip out. Thank God I didn't get like raped by these strangers that I was smoking it with. <laughs> but the things you do when you're 15, am, am I right? Is this so, thing on? <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe you're right. A little, you know, a little. I dabbled maybe like once or twice, and then I was straight edge. So I was just like done. And then coming into my twenties and having a couple of ecstasy parties, and that was done. But that was it. Other than that, I did probably smoke more pot than I really liked. I just did it because it was around, so it wasn't really that fun. It, although it's come a long way, so I definitely, <laughs> I definitely would suggest to somebody if they got an eye out if they were so inclined. I just don't need that. I have a couple of drinks a week and that's good. And then I save up for when I go to Texas and really go all out. <laughs> Can I ask you a random ecstasy question? Because sure. this is one of those, I that the Mandela effect or Mandela oh, or whatever. Yes, yes. No, it's first of all that's obviously stupid and not a real thing. But <laughs> sorry. But, but here's my version of it. Do you remember in the '90s when they were calling ecstasy herbal ecstasy? No, I remember that was a, it going that was, from like X to E, and I'm like, when did that happen? Or E to X? Yeah, bef- I don't... yeah. before that, it was like, like this is like mid '90s, like Jenny Jones show, like Lisa <laughs> Gibbons afternoon talk show. They oh talk about gosh. sort of herbal ecstasy to make it sound like natural and good. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I remember at the time that I like was trying it. It, it was having a, its transition, so calling it. I think I called it X at first. I don't know whichever one. And now it's called It went Molly? from X to E. X yeah, to X e, to e to Molly. To Molly, to whatever. And it's like, I'm too old to like be ordering drugs because I don't know what I'll get. Ordering? Like you're having <laughs> in and out. Or <laughs> I'll take a supersized. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, yes, his voice was a little off. Uh, if you don't like learning, maybe it wasn't the episode for you, but I do... I, don't, I guess human behavior and evolution has always been very interesting to me. So I didn't have to rush through it and I, it didn't put me to sleep. But one thing I thought that was really funny and Raphael, I know we clued you in on this a little bit during the Texas trip, but Shane was talking about on Facebook how he hates those memes. The like share this if you're brave. And it just reminded me of, of our joke, which all stemmed from Brittany. She's like, so my mom posts, you know, like a picture of an eagle and just says, share if you agree. She's like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm agreeing to. <laughs> like, what are you? So then I'm like, oh, I'm going to make one that just says, share if you agree with nothing connected to it. So then that became like our saying the whole weekend is share if you agree for nothing, just nothing. But. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since then, I've been seeing things and I'm like, share if you agree. 
<laughs> also, that and I showed someone the grapefruit video. Now I can't get oh that out of my head. I just took a sip of grapefruit beer as you said that. <laughs> that uh, okay? T.S. Have you yeah. seen the gra- the grapefruit video? I'm familiar with a concept of okay, a thing involving okay. grapefruit. Okay. I have not seen a particular video about it. Stop what you're doing right now. <laughs> and go one. I'm just kidding. But of course, this is something we bring up while we're at the bar. Me, Brittany, and Amanda are talking about it, and we tell Raphael, you need to see this. So he starts watching it, and I haven't seen it for probably a year or so, and I forgot <laughs> I forgot how bad I just it was. Remembered. Oh, hold on. All right. yeah, I just I just Googled it. I believe I have seen the video you're talking about. <laughs> and there's a part where she uses, there's these noises, and I forgot about it, and I smacked Raphael so hard. <laughs> It was just, I had no control over myself. It was just like, I can't believe you're watching this right now and we're making you watch this. And I'm, I don't know. It was shocking all over again, but yeah. The the first video that comes up on Google is just, the title of the video is Grapefruit Your Man. Yes. Which is funny. But uh, Allison Rosen connects into this lady. She was on Your Mom's House, which is a, a podcast. So Your Mom's House is like alternate version, Jenna and Al. Like, they're both, like, so the two of them are comedians, but they're both, like, super dirty comedians, and it's, like, a a super dirty show. Um, But, so Allison was a guest on episode 103 or something like that. It was a couple years ago. But this lady, uh, Angel of Angel's Fellatio Secrets, um, (laughs) they played played a couple of clips from her on the show, and uh, they they joked that they were going to get the video for Allison for her engagement present since she wasn't married. So we should send it to her then? Uh, you can. I'm going to not uh, do that. I'm going to insert just the noise of that one part oh, r- right here. <laughs> and then picture me hitting Raphael so hard. I felt so bad. I had no control over my hand. Just, like, punched his arm so hard. You, like, it was, like, a very Elaine push. Like, when (laughs) Jerry tells Elaine that George is getting married. And then she shoves him out of the room. That's pretty much what happened to me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. If anybody out there has not seen the Grapefruit Your Man video by Angel, it's worth a a look-see. Oh my gosh! Okay. So the the DMT thing they, they talked a little bit about doing DMT and like having a bad trip and not being able to move, which is sounds like the worst thing in the world yes, to me. Horrible. Yeah. Or the passing out because it was so overwhelming. I would rather pass out just because you wake <laughs> up and you feel better rather than just be sitting on a couch and knowing that you're awake but not being able to move. See, that's the other is thing that- is. I worry about, I get so paranoid and start worrying about the way I look to other people, like try and pretend like I'm not stoned. And then, then you start feeling like, is everyone looking at me? Am I doing something wrong? But you just, it just gets very self-involved where if I was going to be passing out anywhere, it's like, great. I'm going to be stressed out about that. Did, I don't remember if they talked about ayahuasca. Did they talk about that at all? It came up. I don't, I don't remember how much they talked about it. Oh, that's, that's... The one where you like purge everything. 
It's the shaman thing they were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's why. Um, A podcast I, I used to listen to was Kevin Pereira's, I think it was called Pointless Podcast. And he went to like somewhere in Central America to do ayahuasca and you like pay two grand to like some shaman Whoa. type people. And then you you do it over like a week or something. And and his description on the podcast was really great. Uh, I wish that he was on here talking about drugs. <laughs> Two-time two guest of uh, Alison Rosen, so maybe he should come back. What little I've seen on that, it looks very intriguing to me. It, that also is in an environment that's kind of controlled, but and you're doing it with everybody else. But then, you know, you throw up and you have buckets next to you and stuff. So it just seems, I don't know. Everyone seems to be feeling good afterwards and, like, you get, have some experience. Yeah, I get cynical about that kind of stuff, though. Like, <laughs> part of me is just like, oh, you're definitely full of shit, though. Like, you just, you went into your brain and then you turned up the volume on the setting that says, you know feel inspired or whatever but you didn't actually do anything like it's not like you had some crazy like actual real revelation you just like you're doing a drug that makes you feel like that Mm, you just got high so so shut up but i don't know everyone if it makes people feel all right and they don't fuck themselves up then none of my business let them have fun I think I saw Chelsea Handler do it on one of her shows, the Chelsea Does or whatever. I don't know. That show's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I think she did it on that. And she kind I of think... seemed the same where she kind of felt like she went through a lot, but then after she's like kind of seemed, you know, cynical about it too. If I remember yeah, there was. I didn't see the episode, but I heard about it. There was three of them and one had like a great experience and one yes. freaked out. And then Chelsea was kind of in the middle and didn't feel That's much either way. what it was. Yeah. I would probably freak out be lost in the jungle somewhere uh at one point he says they start talking about oh there was a jamo where it's like someone was like i only turn up the brightness on my phone when i watch porn <laughs> and, uh and what's his name the guest guy oh that shane, uh, guy? shane moss yeah he said no moss yeah he's oh nice <laughs> oh hold on a second Okay. Anyway, no, but he said... Um, <laughs> That's, we needed that the whole time that we were playing utter nonsense. At, at some point, Shane Moss says, I guess I probably watch porn more than TV, because he was trying to figure out which one he watched more, which just <laughs> as a sentence is just funny. It is. Th- that whole conversation was very funny. I use the settings all the time, but not for porn. He's all so I can really treat myself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and at first he was kind of like I don't know what you're talking about oh yeah actually I do do that <laughs> oh and actually I watch porn more than TV and and yeah I can't watch porn anymore well anyways yeah, going blind or something or... <laughs> I can do it by braille shout out Leanne um... <laughs> I'm sure she'll appreciate that oh, shout out yeah. the braille pornography <laughs> shout out she's Perfect. like finally finally I think I said uh, this was not a shout out to her, but I did say sex by Braille. We were talking about pegging a long time ago and then nobody heard it. And she's like, oh, by the way, I heard that Braille comment. I'm like, oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> it's my subtle shout out. I should just say that. All sex is Braille if you think about it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> what were you saying? What? <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't know. Porn. All right, last thing. <laughs> Lighting. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can't watch porn for undefined reasons. Uh, No, just one more thing from this episode. They were talking about, like, 
trippy things that you realize when you're when you're high. And Allison talked about how weird it is that we bring potted plants and stuff indoors. <laughs> she was really. It was funny how she was talking about all that stuff, and it made me think of all of the weird things that I think about. And then I think everyone probably has those weird things. And I thought she's being very vulnerable by saying that because someone could have been like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" No, but that's that is a. There's everything is weird if you actually think about it. Yes. Like, yeah, and her like, being disappointed in the fact that she didn't feel weird about it enough. Yeah, yeah, she's everything is weird if you think about it. But um, she's mentioned before the it's isn't it weird that we get into these boxes and like drive around to places and I don't know maybe just because I like driving I'm like everything is weird if you think about it but I was like no I fucking love driving like it's it's pretty great I'm glad we have these boxes to get into. I'm glad too, but I hate I hate all of it. I hate if it's longer than ten minutes. I'm like, ugh, it just come to me. <laughs> I'm not talking about porn again. I promise. Shall we talk about the Thursday show? Really quick, during the live stream, I don't know who brought it up. It might have been you, Trice, but I think you were talking about it. Uh, the the movie Get Out. Yep. You brought it up. Yep, that was me. Okay, what did you say about it? Uh, I was just saying to Allison that I saw it the night before, and I was letting her know it wasn't too scary for her to watch since she gets freaked out by scary movies. Okay, yeah, I, I saw it uh, on Monday, I think. I don't know. I just I, I really liked it. Uh, like I was saying to Rachel, I went to see it with her, and I said, uh, I like any movie that where the white, white people are evil, and it is not scary at all. <laughs> Allison should go see it, but white people are evil. Well, it goes without saying, but she, unfortunately, <laughs> she spoiled it for herself because she went through the whole plot synopsis, but... I don't oh, yeah. understand people yeah. doing that. I can't <laughs> wrap my mind Well, she did, she did that with, with Twin Peaks, too. Yeah. I know. Yeah. She wanted to find, and it's like the whole excite... I mean, because that show's a little slow. The, the excitement of it is finally finding out, and then it's kind of weird after that, but... Um, I kind of get that. Like, there are movies, like, you know, like, a ton of quotes, but you've never seen it because it's, like, a classic or whatever. Like, like with Wayne's World, I didn't watch that until, like, a few months back. Oh, and I was like, I know so much of this. And, like, so every time, like, it would be, like, a little checkpoint in the movie. Mm. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's where that thing's from. And there's that line. So, I mean, I kind of get it, but I, I feel like she is spoiling it. Yes. And then she never sees it. Don't so. you feel like, I mean, the most, like, me talking about the Big Lebowski to people who haven't seen it, don't you think that ruins it, though? I don't know. Whenever I see movies that I've heard, oh, this is the greatest movie ever, and then I watch it, I'm like, this sucks. Yeah, stuff gets overhyped a little easy. It sort of hurts the movie. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I was a little bit that way with Get Out, just because everyone was talking about how it was the greatest movie ever. Oh, it was. Wow. I really, really liked it, but it was like, <laughs> it won't change your life. It's just a good movie. It's not It's not uh, Citizen Kane or anything. Uh, um, I have not seen Citizen. I assume Citizen Kane is full of black people. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, so it's probably the same. <laughs> it's not Jordan Peele because he's too young, but it's like it's, 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 uh, like a Eddie Murphy directed Citizen oh, Kane, right? It's right. like an older yeah. black comedian. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, white people are evil. I think So that's the movie I should go buy tickets for? <laughs> They're like, uh... uh what? <laughs> I mean, if you... Yeah. Want to confront the truth about, you know, <laughs> certain people. Oh, boy. <laughs> where, where is this show headed? I've never even heard of the movie because I live under a rock, apparently. But 
I am always looking for another good movie. I usually see movies when they're like two or three years old and then it's brand new to me and I've not heard one thing about it. So I'm glad to know that there's another movie I should go see. Do you think it's better to wait till Halloween though? Is it like that kind of a scary movie or just it's a good movie to go see? I w- it just in general, it's a good movie. It's more of like, so uh, over the weekend, I ended up watching Stepford Wives just because it's sort of a, it's a similar movie to that. It's not, you know, super slow in 70s like Stepford Wives is, but it's more of a sort of a paranoia. It's not like a straight horror, like people jumping out of the bushes with knives and okay. killing teenagers for having sex. It's, it's more of a, like a social thriller sort of air quotes. Okay. But I like that. Yeah, that's, I would suggest you watch it in a theater uh, because the, the there are some fun audience reactions in the theater that I was in. Okay, a lot of uh, Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm. I don't think that's the movie they're rushing out to see. Probably <laughs> they're waiting on the next, like Larry the Cable Guy, or uh, I was gonna say Joe Dirt, American History X two, or whatever. Oh or, God, jeez. <laughs> I mean, not that I have any political feelings about anything. I'm no. just, you know, no. that was off the top of my head. That was completely random. You know what I noticed in the theater was a lot of interracial couples were going to see this movie. And I was like, it makes sense. But I thought it was I thought it was kind of funny. Like if there's like a maybe people just like seeing themselves represented on screen. But I thought that was kind of interesting that there were a bunch of interracial couples going there. Did you have that conversation like in Seinfeld? But I'm not going to I'm not going <laughs> to mention it. But, uh, no. So we're. Oh. But uh, yeah, we'll skip over that. I don't know. I thought that was. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. That is interesting. Uh, let's. Uh, oh, since you were talking about the Patreon thing, I would totally love to be Allison's uh, babysitter, mommy's helper, whatever you need. Because I know she listens listens to this show for sure. Whoever brought it up to her, super thankful, and that is awesome. I and- think Ray said that he brought it up. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, you're a shoe in if you don't mind driving an hour each way or whatever. I feel like it's totally worth it, right? <laughs> But I don't I mean, want you to be better friends with her than me. Not too bad. I'll, you've been to her house, oh, only once. Oh, cool. Um, I'm just helping raise her son. No biggie. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, you should definitely support Allison on Patreon. It's totally worth it. Her next bonus episode is where she interviews herself, which is always interesting, of course. So um, all the bonus stuff is fun, especially the live streams that I have missed, like the last three of them. But I usually go back and watch them and see everybody's comments and it's just fun it feels like you're just literally hanging out with allison and chatting with her so it's worth it totes yeah if she could start having it at three o'clock again that'd be awesome but anyways because five o'clock is when us old people eat so yeah let's talk about the thursday show we were her little boston baked beans but that's cute we're sugary and cute right is that what it is so is that a candy because i feel like she did that very recently she did. I feel like there have been a lot of repeats. And I think that could be another Patreon thing, like the person gets to pick the carb or something. Didn't we talk about that? Something like that. You know, it's funny that you keep mentioning this Patreon thing. <laughs> I This is the first month I dropped my uh, pledge down to the just fan club level just because I'm trying to budget better. And I started doing Patreon for the Doughboys. And I was like... I'm not really getting any extra benefits from Allison's thing. <laughs> not not that I like was expecting, I don't know, her to like call me every other day or something, but I just decided like all, every time I support a podcast, hers is my default. So it's like yeah. if I go to a website, like if it was like stamps.com or whatever, first I check, does she do it? If wherever I would go, Amazon, all my shit goes through her. 
So I was like, I need to spread it out a bit more. So that's what I decided to do. So someone else can jump up and do uh, $50 level. Or I know I kept high- talking about it, but you never got your outgoing message though, right? Uh, no. I mean, who, first yes. of all, who's going to yes. leave me a message? Yes. Who I, uses their phone to speak? This is exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, so my mom and my mother-in-law are going to hear this and be like, am I calling the right number? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my mom is the only person that leaves me messages and then a bunch of like doctors for my dad. <laughs> you know what we need is some sort of a special like ringtone or something that's just for you or something. There's something that only you can have that would be worth something to you because what are you going to do call your own your own your own self <laughs> <laughs> too bad the texas voice didn't come up on utter nonsense oh you would have gosh you would have won that category the night before so Brittany had some people some people staying with her that are from england and so the night before the game we stayed up till like four in the morning and i was having fun with his accent the whole night we were every time he talked i would just talk like him and i'm sure he loved it but it was so much fun i'm like i'm a shoe in <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's this weird irish australian english hybrid then i'm good but i totally failed. what was the, what was the accent that i that i gave you the win and you said it was pity, oh, but it was not. I think that might have been the Irish one. I think that's the one that I could oh, maybe. maybe get out. But there were some things that weren't accents. It was, say it like you're having an orgasm. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me right now? And you didn't have to do that one. Yeah, I. but Buck, a man, <laughs> oh my God. did quite... Oh, he did the pregnant one, too, also. That's why I met a man. Men can have orgasms. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this just in. You know, sometimes I just fake it because, you know, sometimes it's just too much and you want to go to bed already. Yeah, you don't want to hurt <laughs> their feelings. Um, but Buck was doing fake, great. Fake, and... fake, fake, fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was really good we... and Charlie was really good. When they did the rap one, I was just like, oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah, the pregnancy one. You have to act like you're having a baby and say a sentence. It's just, it was beyond what I could really... Maybe we need to play it on this show one time and just really oh see if I can come out of my shell not in front of people. Right? Even when you asked me earlier, I'm like, I freeze. I can't do it. Oh, we during the Jama Patrol days, we they tried to do a game where it was accents and it was improv, and I would freeze every time. I'm just like, this is not good. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do it. Bad. You should you should take some improv classes. No. Oh, <laughs> I remember I tried to take an acting class in college and I was telling this to my husband because he didn't he didn't really know that I took that class. And he's like, oh, God, I'm like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, acting. (laughs) He's like, I can't even imagine what that would look like. I'm like, it was bad. It's so bad. I can't stay in character. I just look at like want to laugh at everything and like be sarcastic about everything. I can't just. I don't know. I can't let it, let it, my guard down and like be something else. Would you think I could, but I can't. I think you're you're too cynical. Probably. But then I totally admire like all you guys and you're new to the group. You've only met Brittany. So you're new to all these people and you come in and you're just like awesome at every single accent and totally jumping in to play the game. I'm like, son of a bitch, show me up. I'm just kidding. You know, it was just because I'm I'm definitely not like a social person, but I feel like I was like, this is going to be embarrassing, but 
fuck it, because who cares? And then also just the fact that I knew them through you and Brittany, it made it like, oh, these are cool people. Like, if they were like total strangers, like if I knew no one in the room, then I would have like probably just like shut down. Really? Because I thought, I don't know. I was like, man, this is his thing. You were good at every accent. God. Thank you, but I don't know. I... I do a lot of dumb voices, but I don't know if I'm actually good at any of them. <laughs> but that's because I don't think I'm good at anything. <laughs> well, everyone would beg to differ. Um, I don't know how we got so sidetracked, but that was fun. That was a little peek into our trip. Speaking of bad pronunciations, La Leche League. Uh, I've never heard of La Leche League. Have either of you? I have, yeah. but I didn't know what it was about. I've never heard of it. Right at the start of the podcast, I think it was Daniel was like, so is La Leche a cult? Like, that was like his first question about it. <laughs> and then John Henson was saying, oh, I'm picturing like jerseys and like it's actually a league. And then they started talking about competitive breastfeeding. And there were so many visuals in this conversation. Gumdrop nipples. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I saw some Vienna sausage ones once. Woof. Woo, doggies. Oh. That was in Tijuana. That was the worst stripper I've ever seen in my whole life. Huh. Oh, so this is a question I actually had for Allison that I thought, and I should write it down now, uh, because I can never think of them when she asks, but she kind of stopped talking a little bit about the girls that were in this, the breastfeeding support group. And then she was like, oh, who cares? I'm just going to say it. I didn't say their names. And I thought when she goes to these kinds of things, is she getting recognized or does she say, oh, I host a podcast and then people ask her or is she just like, hey, my show's this. You should totally listen. You know what I mean? Like, how does that conversation happen? Oh, that's a good question. I probably wouldn't want to share that with those people because those are the things you'll want to be talking about. Gumdrop nipples and... Well, I... Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Well, to be fair, like anyone who sees that lady walking around probably has a good idea. Uh, Yes. They're all winking and they're like, uh, elbowing each other. Like, we know who it is. We can see those things through the shirt. So Al's AFV and Wipeout obsession, especially AFV, but when John Henson was on before, I know Allison half misspoke when she said, oh, there's someone on the show that was a huge fan and she was talking about Jenna. And I'm like, no, no, no. Jenna was actually kind of a no. If you listen back to the old, old episodes, her talking about Al's love, actually of Alan's love of AFV and how he was obsessed with it and it's always on and she gets annoyed by it. But then she was vying for the for the hosting job so then i think maybe allison kind of got that mixed up as far as her being a huge fan it was all cleared up today when al got to meet one of his heroes apparently yeah i would have got that mixed up too just because i remember jenna doing making her bid to be host of afv yes jkj for afv i thought john henson fit really well into the thursday group allison always finds people pretty much say this every single time that can come into a group of people that are all familiar with each other and the inside jokes and you're a close-knit Thursday gang, and then you can find someone that can come in and hold their own and be funny and not take over and be overbearing, but they just kind of mesh well. And it, he was really, really funny. This, I think I, I laughed out loud a, a lot of times that during this episode where it was just like, I need to rewind that because I just laughed over whatever they said after. And it was really, really funny. So was, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel, yeah, but I thought, I thought he was really good uh, as a Thursday guest, but I don't think he should be the permanent guest. Is she even looking for a permanent spot or do you think it's just going to be like, unless, I mean, if she finds another Greg Heller, maybe it'll be like, okay, you need to stay. Or do you think it'll just always be this revolving chair? Well, I think on the live Facebook uh, Mm. thing, 
she mentioned that she likes having Greg on, but every time he's on, it's like a missed opportunity for her to try a new guest for the permanent spot, oh. I think is what she said. So I don't know. I, I like the revolving door guest, but also I like David Huntsberger and Jensen a lot yeah. and Ali Siegel a lot. So I think it should just be revolving. Just whoever can do it. And, you know, we get some new people every now and then that don't work as well, but and it's you still know what? fun. At first, I didn't like it only because probably because I just missed Greg and I he's a, he was he's just an integral part of the puzzle and the group. But now I do like the revolving things because it does change it up a little bit and you get to know somebody else. And I don't know. I like it. What about you, T.S.? Yeah, I've, I've grown accustomed to it, too. I wish there were more regulars like there's there's always been a lot of new people i would like to see someone like ali siegel come back more often mm, or huntsberger yeah. was there pretty recently but uh molly mackler who is a crazy person who i <laughs> i love hearing her on this show yes. um yeah I, I would like to see more regulars among the rotating people but i i do like the rotating chair it would be nice if she maybe had like ali is on once a month or whatever but there's still kind of revolves with some new people in there and uh, maybe jensen you know he probably is too busy but maybe more often like you said having more of a repeat but not every single week that would be kind of cool just to kind of get to know them better because we know everybody pretty well but all these new people we don't really know and they're funny but we don't really get to invest in them as much yeah i totally forgot about molly mcleer and i know some people were iffy on her but her brand of crazy is like so perfect i i just i don't listen to her podcast but whenever i do listen to her like when she had jenna on or allison on i i fucking love her she's a maniac and she's the best is it, wasn't she drunk the last time she was on or every time <laughs> or is that uh, i follow crazy? her i follow her on snapchat there's a 70 to 90 percent chance she was drunk <laughs> yeah. i think she was drunk and and she also mentioned on that episode that she was quitting Snapchat for some reason, like for her sanity or something. And then now, but she's like, I'll be back eventually. And I should follow her, but I don't know if I can handle all that. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. I, I deleted Snapchat. I forgot about that. I meant to get it back again because those filters are just so damn fun. The what does Al know segment is really funny how they sometimes they just try and shove it in there. And then sometimes it's planned. And then sometimes it's just like, well, let's make a joke of it. But I love that John called Al. He asked him if he was the Cliff Clavin of the Thursday game. It's so true. Oh, my gosh. That needs to be a meme. Jay, you need to make that the Cheers family with them. And then, of course, Al being Cliff Clavin. That needs to be a thing. Who would Daniel be, like, in the Cheers cast? Um, He'd be like Sam? Woody. Yeah, and see, here's the thing. Are we going to go Woody or Coach? And is it going to be Diane or Rebecca or whatever her name is? Well, Allison's definitely – well, I was about to say she's a Rebecca – she like, phys- like hair color wise, she would be a Rebecca, but like she is, she has a little neurotic Diane thing also. Yeah, but then and then also, um, what's her face, Rhea Perlman's character, Carla. I was gonna go with the Lilith. I mean, like looks wise, oh. Allison probably looks the most like Lilith. True. I don't know. Jay, get back to us. The last time that John was on, they didn't talk too much, maybe not at all, about him being on The Worst Cooks in America and the fact that he was on with Mindy Cohn, which we were all like, oh, we wanted to hear. We all. We all wanted to hear more about that. I know Raphael, especially. It was funny hearing. I'd never seen that show. I'm kind of curious to watch it now. But the situation was on there and Mindy and John. It just sounds... Hearing all the behind the scenes stuff, I am just like Allison where I'm like, I don't need to watch this show. And then I'll watch 
the stupid whatever cooking show that she was talking about. I watched that once and I'm like, okay, I need to subscribe to this and watch the whole season of it. And it's ridiculous. But I think I could get behind watching this. I like cooking shows, but I've never seen this one. I don't watch TV at all anymore. Oh, porn. But uh, definitely watch more of that than TV. But that's because I don't watch TV ever. And that's exactly what John was saying. Where he's like, so you're paying to watch these (laughs) cooking shows? (laughs) Which I don't watch cable anymore. So I would essentially be paying for it if I was... I guess you can probably watch them on YouTube or something, but we all know my relationship with YouTube. Wait, what? Not in, not in any weird way. I'm old. I, don't, I, I resist it. I resist oh, okay. It. I was like, did you <laughs> did you get sued or did You're you get all, kicked off on, of YouTube? Hold or on. I'm typing really quick. Lisa. <laughs> I love, to the bad technology user, I love John's impression of his wife using technology because it also brings me back to the Texas trip again because, and Raphael, you were there for this. How my friends make fun of me for how old I am and how I text and how I use, or let's not say they were saying it about me specifically, but like how old ladies text. <laughs> let's say my mom, because she definitely does the really? scroll. The scroll with the with the handout and the what the dramatic uh, texting, and and then that was Brittany making fun of that, and then Amanda was pretending to have specs on and trying to like look at trying to focus on what she was reading i'm like oh my god that's kind of what it sounded like john was talking about and that is how i feel at my in-laws when even today i'm trying to help my mother-in-law put together a photo album a physical one by the way but then we had to go online for something and she's like well i typed www dot so i don't know why and i'm like oh i can't take it oh it's so bad it's so bad and she will never listen to this so i can say whatever i want but and I think I told you, Raphael, that I'm their tech person, which is really sad. When I, oh, I told all of you guys that. Like, they call me to program everything or, like, to figure out what's going on with her phone or whatever. I'm like, I don't know how to do anything. And somehow I magically make things happen. But <laughs> I'm like, there's going to be something. There's got to be. I'm trying to look for – oh, yeah, I was looking for a segue. Okay, so I'm not an iPhone user. I'm guessing you guys both are because you guys are like cool and young. Um, Trice is not. Nope. Last time I checked. Okay. I am not a child, so I can use technology. <laughs> so I don't need to use, you know, like simplified, like, you know, Apple stuff. So. Well, okay. So they're talking about Siri, which I don't use Siri, but or the only thing I know about Siri is the relationship that my kids have with her. And I literally will hear them having conversations. And I'm like, so their friends are like this non-person that's just in their ipad and but they have like these conversations not like a real conversation but they're trying to trick her into saying things or try to they get in fights with her just like daniel was saying getting into fights with her like you're having a conversation with your computer (laughs) what is wrong with you people i i use siri on purpose but kind of more like how john was saying um i have like if your phone's plugged in, you just say, hey, Siri, from, and if it, oh, holy shit, it just did it right now. And really? I'm not, and I, I'm not even plugged in. Holy shit. Uh, anyway. Oh, I think Ooh, I turned it on to do it. Mirror. when. I, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right. What I'll do is like, when I wake up, 
you know, I'd like fucking turn my alarm off and like throw my phone across the room and then I'll wake up again and I'll be like, oh shit, am I going to be late for work? So I say, what time is it? And then it'll be like, it's 319. Ooh, that's early. Or says some fucking dumb thing. <laughs> and um, um, I just know what time it is without actually having to look at my phone. <laughs> um, Siri, turn porn on and turn up the brightness. <laughs> That would be useful, though, like if you couldn't yeah. use your hands or whatever. Uh, right. I mean, oh. just on a practical level, like right. Siri would help. Right. That, that reminds me. Another thing I do, I will have it read text messages to me. Like, you know, you hear the text tone, but like you have your headphones in. Usually I'm at work and I can't actually look at my phone, so I'll click the button and say, read my messages. And then it'll say, you have one message from blankety blank, and then... It'll read it and they'll say, do you want to reply? And you can. So it's really easy. But because I'm a maniac, I don't like dictating my things to Siri Mm, because then you have to say period, exclamation point and stuff like that. And you can't, you know, say stuff like it's lit because then it (laughs) thinks you're saying something else. (laughs) Nice tits. Oh, Um. IT slit. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know what? I always I, I thought Siri was just a bunch of hooey until I heard today's episode and then hearing you talk about it, that you can use it like that. I didn't realize that it was like that. I got the Echo for Christmas, which I have not checked out, which sounds like it's similar to that, but it doesn't go with you, I guess. You just talk to it. But that's going to be very strange. What's that movie with Joaquin Phoenix? It's like borderline on that. Her? Her, yeah. Yeah, I don't use, well, I don't have an iPhone, but I don't use Siri, but I do have like a like a voice text reader app on my phone. So uh, like Hanson. John? Yeah, like he was talking about reading news stories. And I started doing that over the last couple months, like especially like on my way to work or if I'm on lunch break and I'm driving somewhere, I'll instead of reading some long news article, I'll just listen to it on the way. You know, I've tried, I think I tried that a long time ago with Siri and maybe it's gotten better. But it would like tell me every ad that's on the page, it, oh. and then it'd be like it'd be like HTTP colon slash slash whatever, and I'd be like, "What the fuck are you saying? Like, get to the story part." So <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. No, I see it being useful. Where before I just thought I all I hear is my kids tell me a joke. Where are you from? Yeah, they program a lot of like funny little things. So like they've done it before on Allison's show, where if you like say "fuck you, Siri," she'll go, "Well, I never." And uh, I forget, there are like certain ones you can ask about like pop culture things and like they program shit. But um, there was one text message that was so funny to me when Megan texted me and I, I said, Siri, read my messages. And can I have you guys listen to this, hopefully? Um, so I have Megan saved in my phone as the the nerdy emoji face and then it says Megan popular Wisconsin farm girl Parkansky so let me see if I can get this to work read this note there's nothing to oh, read you fucking cunt <laughs> no that's exactly what I expected <laughs> <laughs> right whenever you try to show someone is when it's not gonna work hold on one second keep talking while I figure something out so on that note um, of cursing at automated Yes. voices i do do that same thing a little bit or at least have the temptation to just be like oh you fucking piece of shit shut up like yes i like yeah yeah so i think that would have been a good just me here everyone i go from zero to 60 like i already just the same as allison was saying but she was talking about actually talking to people but both i already have it in my head that it's gonna suck they're not gonna give me what i want and it's gonna be like the most painful first of all making a phone call 
in my life is not something I like to do. Oh my, I already like gear up for it to like totally suck and I have an attitude already like, okay. And then the automated one, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Fuck you, cunt. Way to go. Okay, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's instantly I mean, it's slightly like, totally extreme. mean. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. There's something uniquely frustrating about like you're talking to someone, but there's a weird frustrating thing if you're not actually talking to them and they're not listening. Yes. Or I'll say correct instead of yes, and then they they don't understand me. I'm like, son of a... Like, I just want to strangle somebody. But you know, I have to deal with this a lot more than normal people because at work, I work in a warehouse, and the way we select orders is, like, you, you say these numbers into the microphone, and then the headset will tell you which items to pick. So all the time... Like, when you first start working there, you have to, like, pro. it has to learn your voice. So, like, for 30 minutes, you walk around saying a bunch of weird words, and then it, like, memorizes your voice. Sometimes it hears things that you're not actually saying. All the time, like, I'll say, like, I try to say zero, and then it doesn't hear me for whatever reason. So you're just yelling one number over and over at this machine till you <laughs> just, in a rage, you start yelling things. And it's funny because you can change the voice from its default is a woman. Uh, you could change it to a man, but I, I'm constantly yelling at my headset, you fucking cunt. Like, <laughs> zero, you fucking cunt. Zero, zero. You f- <laughs> like, I just go nuts on this thing. But I think I figured out how to do this. So let me see. Read my notes. I found all of your notes. Your note from today says, message from nerdy face with thick horn-rimmed glasses and buck teeth. <laughs> Megan, popular Wisconsin farm girl, Parkinski. My body, my precious untainted body, tainted, all because I want to be like my pal Raffi and be cool and eat food that sits out for a long time. Like the cool kids. Shall I read the next one? No. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that, was, that was during our beef stew uh, <laughs> controversy. And she sent me that message and I was at work and I had Siri read it to me and thank God she did because I was dying laughing at work. My body, my precious untainted body, tainted. I was dying, but I had to play that for you guys. Oh my gosh, that is so That was good. great. <laughs> I don't know if we were talking about this on this show or if Allison was talking about it, but they were talking about like an algorithm or something on the automated things where people... Like, they know how much people will take before they'll get, like, to reach their limit before they're about to kill somebody, which I feel like I am in the first one minute. But does that sound familiar at all? They know how much shit will... Is this something that you and I talked about, T.S.? I don't think so, no. I think Jeff mentioned it, like, a couple weeks ago. Oh, I thought it was, like, a year ago. Maybe, Maybe a little longer, but I do remember that. There is, like, a customer service protocol thing for if you work on the phone where... If once someone starts cursing, you're allowed to just be like, well, you know, you're being abusive, blah, 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 and you can get rid of them. But up until that point, even if they're being a dick, like, it's different places have different policies, but even if they're being a dick, if they're not being, like, overtly, explicitly abusive, you have to, you're not allowed to hang up on them. Wow. And there's a Black Mirror episode where, in the future, it, you're going to be penalized uh, pretty harshly. Yes. Have you guys seen it? <laughs> I think it's uh, I don't uh, think season I saw three, that. episode one, maybe? I think I it was saw season one. Oh, man, you're missing out. It's so good. I it, When are there going to be more out? Oh, who knows? 
Ugh. Well, thanks for turning me on to that and to Stranger Things, which I can't wait to come back. It's coming back or no? Yeah, it's coming back when I texted you. It There yeah, was a commercial right. during the Super Bowl, and I think it's coming in uh, around Halloween, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I forget. Good. So just getting back from Texas, I kind of went through some of these things. I wasn't the drunk person that got kicked off, but they were talking about the airport boarding and the craziness that goes on when people are rushing. Number one, they call certain rows and everybody just goes. And I'm not a pushy person, so of course I'm supposed to be going and everybody else just is in front of me. And I'm not going to just be like, hey, they called me. (laughs) It's my turn. And then, of course, when I get on the plane... People are sitting already, and I had to have them get up. I'm like, cool, thanks, guys. Well, Rafi, you fly a lot. I don't know if TSU do, but I'm sure you're you're aware of this this phenomenon of people feeling like they need to rush to get on the plane. Where I feel like I want to be the last person on. I don't need to be the first person. I hate sitting on and waiting for everyone to come on. Okay, it's I totally forgot about this, but Al was. They were talking about which airlines are the worst, and Al said that Frontier is surprisingly good. I always fly Frontier. I think they're a Colorado company. It is like, I've never gotten like free snacks and shit and free TV. I've only been on one plane that had a TV, but I always sit in the very first row because like he said, you can buy for like $30, you can buy like the best seat. And to me, that's, it's 1A. So it's, it's not first class because there is no first class in Frontier, but I'm all the way at the front so I can get on and off quickly i always pick the window unless sometimes i pick the aisle if i'm just gonna like sleep the whole time but um <laughs> oh yeah frontier not as bad as you think yeah, like see, i think i thought it was a joke people, the whole frontier thing i didn't know people actually flew that yeah and they have cute animals on the on the tail so that's a, a plus i guess oh god your body um <laughs> No, you know, but it is annoying during the announcements. Uh, yes. They they tell you today we're flying with you know Cozy the polar bear or whatever the fuck oh, animals okay, on the wall. Yes. I'm like, who who cares? Like get cool. get to it. So that's what's gonna break off and fall in the Pacific. Awesome. <laughs> uh, they were the way they were talking about though about the when the captain comes on and talks. You cannot hear what the hell the guy is saying. I'm like, hopefully this isn't an emergency because I can't hear what he's mumbling. Is he drunk or is he just like what is going on? Yeah, I thought I thought that was funny where it's either like super quiet or like blowing out your eardrums loud. Yeah, or it's um, hot or cold. There's no middle ground on any of it. And for maybe me, I'm just not like a like a fussy passenger, but I feel like that surprises me. No, I've never, <laughs> I've never really had a bad experience on a plane. I mean, fingers crossed, knock on wood. But I don't know. Frontier is pretty good. United. I feel like has a pretty bad reputation, like they mentioned. Garfunkel and Oates even wrote a song called oh, I Will Never Fly United Again. <laughs> My favorite is know. JetBlue. They don't fly everywhere, though. And, they, you know, I only go to Austin and now I'm probably Seattle once a year. So they fly there, and that's about it. Everyone has their own TV and... I actually just bought my plane tickets to Seattle today, and I did that thing that you just said, Raphael, which I never do. I usually get the seat right in the middle somewhere, and then I'm screwed because you're stuck either way. Even if they empty out the back and the front, you're in the middle. (laughs) So it's going to be like forever to get off. So the first time ever, I bought the even more room and seat one and two, which I'm like, oh my god, I'm totally splurting. (laughs) But (laughs) Live a little, right? Yeah. Um, I actually just today was watching some video. I'm sure people have seen it before. This guy was flying from Dubai. Oh. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
He was flying from Dubai to JFK, I think, and they upgraded him to first class. And on the on the Emirates airline, they have like these private. Essentially, your seat is like a private room if you're in first class, and like they have their own showers. And so I will never experience that probably because like I think the ticket was like twenty one thousand dollars value. It how can you compare anything? on a plane to that. No, I've seen that on The Real Housewives (laughs) where they have their own little room and everything. I just can't even imagine flying like that. Yeah, the flight, the planes that I fly on don't have first class. Like you said, it's like these people get to board first and they have a little bit more room because they paid $30. (laughs) That's about it. TS, airports, flights, planes. Uh... (laughs) You coming in for a landing? (laughs) I had a seizure, I'm sorry. Um, no, uh, yeah, I mean, I've had one shitty experience with, I think it was the U.S. Airways a couple years ago. Um, but other than that, I don't have, it all kind of sucks if it's a long flight. Um, I don't have a strong preference one way or the other. I usually just go with whatever's cheapest. Yeah, see, sometimes I'll get tricked. I think that Frontier thing, someone was telling me, we're, oh, it's only $100 to fly, and then, oh, but you don't, you know, get a seat, or you don't get a seat belt. <laughs> like, they tack on all these different things. Is that the pl- the, pl- <laughs> the flight that I'm thinking of? <laughs> but you That's... don't get a seat? No, Is that, what that costs said? extra. Then they tack on all these extra You have to just do, like, a squat, like, in a seated position the entire flight. <laughs> You're packed with the no. chickens in the, in the cargo. Isn't that Spirit Airlines oh, where, the like, they I'm charge you for fuel? They charge you for... Yep. I forget what, but... That's the one. Um, no, my friend was, like... Hey, look at these tickets. They're like $58. And I was like, yeah, because for one, the class of people who are going to be on this plane, I don't want to be in their vicinity. <laughs> Second of all, the plane is probably like the, you know, like the Crown Victoria with like 500,000 miles on it, equivalent of a taxi <laughs> kind of thing. I was like, I don't want to be on that. I will pay a bit more and go on a regular fucking flight. And I've never had a problem. So I don't know. Spirit Airlines can go fuck themselves well that's the spirit oh any noises there ts uh no okay no carry on okay speaking of noises during this conversation like lug never mind (laughs) uh during this conversation you can hear elliot and his little baby noises and it's it's so hard to not think that it's a drop at first and i think oh my gosh and then they're, they're they're all kind of ignoring it which is obviously they're doing something but it just sounds like they're not so it's just like you get to hear him making his noise and it's so cute it's it came out of nowhere too i was like what it's still it's still new enough that it's like holy shit is that a baby like my first thought is like what's going on yeah oh is that a is that a baby drop oh no that's actually their baby that's in the room and i wish they would show some pictures of that just kind of a little pre-show whatever but you know since i don't know if you've heard but Raphael's been there, so maybe you know exactly where he was probably positioned. I don't know if I heard that. I don't know <laughs> if I heard that. I I don't know where they would put him. I imagine I kind of feel like he's over there by by um Daniel. Maybe who knows? And by over there, you have a visual because you were in the room. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I don't know how I'm going to relay this to you guys, <laughs> but uh, the southeast corner uh, of the room. You know, I don't know directions in California. Like, here I know because the mountains are to the west. But oh. in California, who the fuck knows? I was like, is this east? And then I think Megan was like, uh, let's see, that's this street. So, no, that'd be, like, south. And I was like, oh, I guess I don't know shit. Oh, boy. 
Well, I know my directions, even though we have a lot of, we do have mountains, which I forget that we have mountains very close to us. And when we had all that rain, they were covered in snow. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can actually see snowy mountains from like just driving from the kids' school to home. And I'm like, I just forget that they're there, but they are north. Yeah. Um, and, and fucking Megan, she goes, yeah, because like west is that way because that's where the ocean is. And I'm like, mate, I don't know where the ocean is. I'm, uh, I don't live here. I can't I've see it from seen here. A map. Come on. I how can I see I it from the street? From is here. what I'm saying. From here, from my room where I am personally, literally located right now, I can see the mountains. That is west. From fucking her apartment in goddamn Hollywood, you can't see shit. I can't oh, see boy. the ocean. How would I, I know? Well, I usually go by the sun, but whatevs. I don't know if you guys have that there, but. I good fair <laughs> point. <laughs> That's because you're from a different time, Lisa. <laughs> Back in your day, it's in black and white for her. You'd have a compass, a sundial. Uh, oh my gosh! Wow. Speaking of uncomfortable situations, no, I'm just kidding. Allison was talking a little bit about, and this is a thing, and it's hard, you know, maybe to talk about with two dudes, but you guys came from one of these things. So there is a resting period after you have a baby before you can uh, revisit the scene of the crime. (laughs) She's only, well, now she's four weeks in, but that is such a scary, like, transition when you're like, okay, this all happened, and now it's supposed to be, like, fun again. (laughs) I don't know if you guys have anything to say on this because I'm losing my words. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I it was really it was cool of her to talk about it because I obviously I'm not going to fucking ask about that because I don't want to be a weirdo. But it was you do kind of wonder wh- how how wh- yeah <laughs> like about that like because it's such a traumatic thing. Yes. Yeah. Especially with the ladies who had, you know, to get sewn up and things like that where you're just like, cool, I'm going to rip a stitch or what. I, I know that you're supposed to wait six weeks. And I know with my first, I did not wait six weeks. <laughs> Big shocker. But it was uh, painful. <laughs> and it actually reminded me of another video that I showed Raphael while <laughs> I was in Texas. And I don't remember this. Let me... Let me just play this for you. Speaking of the video, though, it would you could do like a fruit song, but with the grapefruit. Oh yeah, right. No, listen to this. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. Wild women. Wild women. Wild women. Hedo Rick. Wild yeah. Women, wild women. <laughs> you know him. I know Hedo Rick. <laughs> I can't turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> that she was talking I'm like all I can think about is the ripping in the tear <laughs> <laughs> I totally free- I, I've seen that video before and I didn't even think of it when this uh, came up oh it's good stuff good stuff yeah why does he say it twice though the ripping in the Terran the ripping in the Terran I like- don't I don't even understand what he means by it <laughs> because if you're ripping and tearing anything for pleasure I don't get it I don't understand <laughs> It doesn't compute. <laughs> uh, I think he's speaking euphemistically for, like, if he were to say he's trying to hit that or something. like He doesn't literally mean, like, I'm going to injure some vaginas. <laughs> uh, Although, I mean, maybe. Like, I he's going to tear it up? Like, 
Yeah. Okay. He's the also, Rippin, I, I guess. The Rippin. So, <laughs> that video, the Hito Rick video, was like a viral video from like seven <laughs> years ago. Yeah, he's he's a disgusting old man. Um, when it's all, where no, are you he's from? Like he's some... all Arizona. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to play clips from that on Loveline on the radio show before it went away really? and became. And uh, <laughs> uh, Mike Catherwood, who was the co-host after Corolla left, he's, talk, he's talking about the video and he said, someone threw up the disgusting old man bat signal. And that's how they got that guy. But <laughs> So for people who haven't seen the video, I haven't seen it in a while. It's it's a guy who's like, I think 50, and he's like wearing wearing like a bathing suit. And he's talking about... Oh, he's wearing he's at, a banana hammock, for sure. Yeah, and he's talking about how he's going to go... I forget where he's at. He's, like, at, like, Freaknik or some shit. He's at some island resort. <laughs> and he's, he's talking about how much sex he's going to have with, you know, all the wild women and the Rippin' and the Terran, etc. Well, I forget where it is, but it's called Paradise 2, if I'm not mistaken. And um, they say... You flight on Frontier? Yeah. <laughs> On Spirit Airlines. <laughs> um, <laughs> he And he asked him, like, how long have you been coming here? And doesn't he say, like, this is, like, his 12th time or something yeah, like that? Something yeah, something like that. And it's 50 like, is being generous to us. Yeah, he's, like, close <laughs> to 60, if not even older. Oh. Oh, yes, now, and then he's, like, on his hands and knees and, like, putting... <laughs> oh, like oh, he does some air humping, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's some oh. crazy dancing and... It's pretty great. He's pretty spry up, for an old guy, but... <laughs> I mean, his hips, he can really work them, but I don't want to see what he rips and tears. I'm not interested. Art tissue, probably, I guess. Oh. Uh, but it was, it, was funny that, it was funny that you thought of that. Like, the first thing that came to your mind is fucking Hedo Rick. <laughs> Oh, hedonism. That's what it's called. Oh, yes. Which, where is that's an island. So, well, Raphael, it sounds like you've done the research. Uh, let me Google that really quick. Siri. <laughs> Siri's all, you dirty boy. No, it's some like, it's some party, like, like a spring break type thing, but on some island somewhere, I think. Uh, oh, it's hedonism to Memorial Day weekend in Jamaica. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's wearing like it's it's kind of like a like very tight briefs, and they're like either black or dark blue, like some blue stripes. Yeah. Why am I looking at this? Uh, um, what I can tell you a couple reasons: the ripping and the tearing. Oh yeah. That's how I picture Allison's dad whenever they talk. About oh my god! Oh, <laughs> Doing the V and putting his tongue between it. That... <laughs> That's the classiest move in the oh world, by the way. <laughs> Anyone who does that move is like a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> I literally looked down. It's all me- hand mirror slash ripping and a Terran. <laughs> That's my notes. I just stopped after that. I wonder if Nibbles McGee would be at hedonism, <laughs> a different kind of Nibbles. Okay. So just me or every fan being a being a weirdo. Like I, I assume Daniel would try to sleep with Nibbles at some point, even though they're the same person. Uh huh. Uh huh. Got a got a. Like, kind of a different lady in the house but it's not cheating she would just have to bring her snacks i guess i don't know how it would work but the I... most sensual of smoked meats <laughs> <sighs> always goes back to seinfeld but yeah i wonder if he's like hey i've got a few oreos in here in my pocket <laughs> that that uh, sounds like sex offendery but <laughs> oh my gosh good quote from daniel when he's talking about people who yell at waiters and he has some uncle that he doesn't talk to anymore uh, he said if you're the type of person who's going to yell at someone because they didn't bring your beans 
something is broken in your brain. Beans? And why was beans the thing? I, I don't know. I, it maybe this is like, of, maybe it was specifically about his uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Specific incident at some sort of Mexican restaurant. Oh, I don't know why I was thinking of like, not good beans. I don't know what I was thinking. Yankee beans? How are you guys with um, like the wait staff? Have you have you guys ever seen someone like go off? Because I've oh never seen that. I've never seen that, but my mom is one of those people that kind of talks down to them. She also is the one that has to ask three hundred questions and be very picky about certain things and the ingredients and the person needs to know every little thing. Where I'm just like, I forget about it every single time. And then when we go out, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to spit in my food. Great. And I just don't get it. I, it makes me feel so uncomfortable. I just want to apologize. Yeah, I worked fast food jobs when I was younger, and I, to me at least, like once, especially once you've worked food service, like you can't, you can't be a complete asshole to somebody. Even if you know, I understand if if you're going somewhere that's expensive, you expect good service, but like, don't get all crazy. Yeah, I've never witnessed anybody getting crazy or like going off or anything just the mild rudeness where you're like really like this lady's doing this or whatever but no i'm i try and be like overly polite do you hug them (laughs) (laughs) nice callback a ripping and a tearing no i show them this grapefruit trick (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) it's like the dark knight except instead of a pencil it's a grapefruit (laughs) someone will get that reference oh my gosh (laughs) <laughs> there there are so many things that this episode can be called, but I'm going to be pulled in many different directions here. I'm sure I'll land on something really stupid. Anything else, either of you? <laughs> is this the Maury Povich show? <laughs> it's a paternity test episode. I yeah. was going to say, he's not your father. All right, let's talk about... By Joe. the way, yes. speaking of... Speaking of, like, crazy things that we all accept as normal, like, what the fuck was that about? Like, years of just, like, paternity test episodes and, like, people screaming at at people for all kinds of, like, those, all those 90s, like, uh, Jenny Jones I used to watch all the time when I was younger, like, like, there would always be, like, an episode where it's like, oh, my daughter is crazy and having sex and out of control, and, like, an entire studio audience full of people would shout at a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> like, that's not okay or normal. No one... That's probably not super legal, actually. Like, how did that happen? There were so many things that struck me, like, okay, you've been asked to go on the Maury Povich show. It, to- it should be totally fine. Nothing bad's gonna happen there. Like, people go on thinking that everything's just gonna be, like, cool and, oh, I'm gonna win a prize or something. No, there... Guess what? It's a paternity suit, and there's six guys that might that are in line to possibly be the father of your what you thought was your son. I I, so, I remember watching one where it was like a series, and it was like, all right, these three guys are going to come out, and none of them were it. And then the next episode, <laughs> it was the next three guys, and then it was like a like a three part series of this lady had a lot of unprotected sex with a lot of dudes. Yeah, but like. We're entering, like, freak show territory. Like, we have, us like, a, an emotionally disturbed person who was just, like, oh, God knows, like, they might have just been having trains run on them right and left. And then they were, like, <laughs> we're all going to scream at her that she's a whore because she doesn't know who the father of her child is. Like, she'd probably just call a social worker instead. I feel like that's probably more productive. It, it's true. These people just have to be paid, right? I mean, this has to be... They they don't really seem like good actors, though. I would imagine that 
this is kind of a real real situation. There was a switch, like, I want to say like 98, something like that, where I noticed with Jerry Springer, it started being like, oh, these are real crazy people, to where like, oh, this seems fake. This is, mm, yeah. this is a little too easy. At least with, with Je- I keep referencing Jenny Jones. Because uh, <laughs> I, uh. I used to watch it all, like when I was home from school or whatever, I'd watch Jenny yeah, Jones. Cause it was, but there was, every once in a while, they do like a bullshit, like spring break hookup episode where like, oh, I met you when we were in Cabo, but I didn't get your number, so I'm trying to find you. And they try to like reunite these couples. Um, So I, in theory, like if you went on the show, there's some chance someone is going to confess that they're in love with you. But someone actually ended up getting murdered because of that. I don't know if you oh, remember that. The, yes. So there, yeah, there was the a story where that was really a, the girl that was pretending to be a or that was a man really, or was it that one? Yeah. Like the, the person who was in love with them ended up being a man. Yes. And also, yeah. So that the guy who got, you know, surprised that way ended up being a crazy person and, and killed the guy who said that he was in love with him. To tell you the truth, I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often. Because people are crazy and yeah. they don't like to be embarrassed, especially not on TV. Well, especially if, like, you're a closeted gay psychopath. <laughs> like, you probably won't appreciate being outed on television. <laughs> There's that, too. There are a few things. Shall we talk about some JMOs? No. <laughs> sure. <laughs> T.S., which one did you pick to talk about? The one we already talked about was the, oh, uh, oh, the yeah, brightness yeah. in the porn. The screen right That's true. We really wove that into the to the episode. I don't remember who said it, but you know what? I wrote down two things. Just a shout out to the birthday boy, Ramo, only because he put hashtag Dicktown, and I wanted to be able to say that. And sorry, I'm not going to read the the actual JMO that he said, but uh, Debbie oh, yeah. d- talked about uh, having repeat dreams, and just yesterday and t- or last night and the night before. I had this dream where I'm smoking cigarettes, like, like I'm secretly smoking them and they are, they taste so good and I just can't get enough of smoking cigarettes. And then that was the first night. And then last night I had another smoking cigarettes dream and I've never been a smoker and I just think that's very strange. I don't know what that came from, but when I heard that today, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Just like having that. I don't know. What if I have it again? Like it makes me want to go out and buy cigarettes. It's that bad. So you you never were a smoker, but you have a dream about smoking? I tried, like in high school, to try and become a smoker, but it just didn't work. It didn't fit well for me. I had, you know, yeah. brief... Uh, I never got, it like, addicted or anything. I just did it to be cool. Yeah, I used to have uh, repeating dreams all the time. It was, it was like a... So I noticed this weird thing where, like, it was like a set from a play. Like, if I would dream about being in my kitchen, it wouldn't be the kitchen of where I live now or... My yes. old apartment, it would be the kitchen of the house that I grew up in. So even if, so even, every, anytime I was in a room, I could recognize that it was, when I woke up, I could recognize the layout of the room. It was a layout of the room, you know, of some house where I grew up in or from school or something like that. See, I always had recurring dreams of that too, where I was in your house and I was getting, I would be in two of my childhood homes and it would always be the same time of day, but something totally different would always be happening. Either like the house was haunted and I was by myself or it'd be raining outside or just different like weird things would always be at these, especially this one house. I would have it all the time at this house. It was weird, but it was always different. It was always at that house though. I don't know what happened with that, but the smoky one, I was just like, okay, I really want to smoke some cigarettes now. (laughs) You have any reoccurring dreams? Um, (laughs) Or do you want to say hashtag dick town? Because I get joy from saying hashtag dick town. I don't have reoccurring dreams, 
You know what uh, I the, liked, did like about Shane? He really played along where like lots of them weren't, weren't really JMOs. And he really like was trying to answer, okay, I think that's me. Or like it turned into a conversation. So he was really trying. <laughs> I don't even remember that, but that's good. Ray Morgan. Was it Ray who had the, yes. the penal colony yes. JMO? So yeah, I, I do kind of have that with penal and penile, but I also I also have it with seminal. Oh, like people yeah. talk about, oh, this is a seminal album. It's like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> I think I never say pianist, but whenever I do, I'm always afraid I'm going to say it wrong. I think Ray also had the one about the before another JMO a long time ago about people's names and his uh, Peter Wang or whatever the guy is. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, he's very dick centric, apparently. Hi, Ray. <laughs> All right. I think that's a good place to end it. This was so much fun. I'm so glad that I got to talk to both of you guys tonight. And thanks, everyone out there for listening I missed talking about Allison for two weeks. I feel like it's been forever. And it's, I'm glad to be back. But support Allison's show by going to her website, of course. There's so many things you can support her by. If you want to be a part of the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. And follow me at jmos and bffs. <laughs> where, where can we find you, TS? Uh, you can find me at hedonism. <laughs> hey, what's going on? This is Terrence from BlackBeachWeek.com. And let me tell you, I got a very special guest this time. His name is Rick. And where are you from, Rick? Arizona. Arizona. No He's been a member for uh, of, of Hedonism 2 for how many years again? Since 1988. How- <laughs> when he was 50. When he actually was 50. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter if you want. At TSDCX. I, I have been retweeting far too much political shit since the election. I apologize. I will try to retweet jokes instead. Some Hedo Rick. Yep, for short for hedonism. Oh, more like long. Damn it, just stop talking. Where can we find you, Ruffy? You guys should go to the Best Friends Fancast Facebook page and read the extremely long post that I wrote about the trip I took to Utah to see Jenna's special with Rachel. Uh, happy birthday, Ray. And also, I wanted to say thank you so much to Kelly for starting that very nice thread on the Best Friends Fancast Facebook group. Um, that was unnecessary, but thank you. That was really that was- nice. And I don't know where it came from, but it was definitely needed. It was super nice. Guess that's it. Well, Brittany, I know I talked a lot about you, but I love you. Thank you, and good night. These are a few of my favorite things. When the dog bites, when the bee stings, when I'm feeling sad. I simply remember my favorite things, and then I don't feel so bad.